You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Into our broadcast today, I'm so delighted to bring the Word of God to you. And we're going to continue on what we started talking about last week faith in the power of God. There is the necessity of us having faith in God. If we want to experience the power of God, I'm telling you, you need to have faith. Okay, you need to have faith. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and I'll read verse 4. He says, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So it is God's will for us to put our faith, to have our faith in His power. His power, the power of God, is able to do so many things. There's actually nothing that God cannot do. But what we need is faith. We need to have faith in the power of God. Okay? In Acts 10.38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power. With the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. And if you look at the life of Jesus, you read the Gospels, you see the life of Jesus, you will see that his life and his ministry was characterized by power. It was characterized by power. And it shouldn't be different for us today. Why? Because he says, the works that I do shall ye do, and greater works than these, because I go to my Father. Okay, so we have the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had. The same Holy Spirit that anointed Jesus is a Holy Spirit that we have received. Remember last week we were saying that Jesus was the power of God in bodily form. He was the, um, he was the power of God personified. Okay, physically while he was on earth um, in in. In Israel, wherever he went to, the power of God was there because he was the power of God. He carried the power of God. The Bible says um, that God gave him the spirit without measure. So he, the, 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 the capacity, the power that Jesus carried was measureless. There's no individual on earth today who's carrying the same kind of power in, uh, in terms of um, in terms of uh, capacity, it's, it's the body of Christ corporately. If you put the power in the body of Christ corporately together, then it gives you an idea of the power that Jesus was carrying. Because remember, while he was on earth, he, only, he was the only body. <laughs> he was the body himself. He was Christ and his body. But then he, when he went to heaven, he now... Uh, created uh, the body, the church. And so he is the head, but we are the body. The same power that is on the head is on the body. It's on the body corporately. So we are carrying power as well. 
All right. But the great thing, like we said last week, is that the power of God has been decentralized. When Jesus was on earth, it was uh, centralized. It was concentrated on one physical body, which was the body of Jesus. So anywhere Jesus went, that's where power was manifested. You couldn't go somewhere else and then experience power. Jesus was the one that was carrying the power on earth. Okay, so but then now that he's gone to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit. When, and from the day of Pentecost, last week was uh, Pentecost Sunday, the world over celebrated Pentecost. So um, to commemorate the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. All right, yeah. So from that time, the power of God was shed and poured on the body of Christ. And so it's been decentralized. We can go anywhere in the world. Imagine if, if, if uh, let's say one billion people, if one billion people are born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, that is the power of God in one billion bodies. Isn't that incredible? So that's what God is preparing to do in these last days. He wants to put, he wants to, Pour out his spirit on all flesh and he wants his power everywhere on the earth. Every community is going to feel the power of God. Every nation is going to experience the power of God. I'm telling you. Yes. Every people group is going to experience the power of God. Why? The power has been decentralized. It's no more in one specific location. God has poured out his spirit and his spirit is everywhere. But we need to have faith in the power of God. We need to have faith in the power of God. God has anointed you and I with the Holy Spirit. We are the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had, the same Holy Spirit that Peter had, the same Holy Spirit that Paul had, the same Holy Spirit that John had, and all the other apostles. Okay, so you've got the same Spirit, and so you have the same potential. You have the same capacity in potential form. But how are you going to unlock that? You need faith. You need faith. And that's why we're dealing with this subject. Okay. Faith in the power of God. Do you have faith? Do you believe? Do you believe in the power of God? You believe in the power of God. Please don't listen to the people that say that, that, uh, the, that miracles have ceased. No, they have not. Actually, they're going to increase. <laughs> if we would continue to have faith in the power of God, then we will see more manifestations. We'll see more manifestations of the power of God. Okay, yes. So, I want us to look at, let's look at this example in the ministry of Jesus in, um, in Mark chapter 5. We did mention this uh, last week. Let's look at it again. Uh, Mark chapter 5. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? Yes. Verse 25 of Mark chapter 5. It says, Now a certain woman had a, blood, had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus... She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, 
If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But the disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Amazing, amazing story. I love this story. This is one of my favorite uh, miracle accounts, or, um, uh, healing miracle accounts in, in the ministry of Jesus. I love the fact that this woman, this woman on her own, okay, on her own, she made a decision. Remember, Jesus was not laying hands on people. No, he wasn't laying hands on people. He wasn't laying hands on people. He was just going, he was on his way to Jairus' house. He was on his way to go and pray for a sick child. A child that, had, that, that, that was sick uh, at the point of death. So he was on his way there. And on his way there, this woman intercepts Jesus <laughs> by her faith. She was able to tap from the power of God that Jesus was carrying. She was able to do that by her faith. And that's what I love about this woman because she decided, she told herself what she was going to do. She went ahead and did it. And she told herself what the result would be. And she got it exactly as she said it. Isn't that amazing? So she had heard about Jesus. All right. The Bible says in 27, when she heard about Jesus, she heard about him, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I touch his clothes, I shall be made well. If I touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Now that is faith speaking. You can often tell if people are in faith or not by the way they talk. You can tell from their language if they are in faith or not. This woman was in faith. And we're not told if she discussed this with anybody. But we know that she discussed with herself. She advised herself. She counseled herself. She ministered to herself. She, she, she prophesied to herself. And she went out and fulfilled that prophetic word that she declared concerning herself. She said, if I touch, she said to herself, if only I touch his clothes. I'm going to push and push and push. I know I'm not supposed to be in a public gathering because of my condition. I'm going to take the risk and just... I'm not even going to ask for any prayer. I'm not going to get any 
I, I don't want anybody's attention. I'm not looking for sympathy. I just go. I'll just go straight and touch him and receive my healing and go back home. All right. So that's how this woman, that was this woman's attitude. And I love that about this woman. She's, her life, her example is teaching us a lot about having faith in the power of God. She knew that Jesus carried the power. Okay. She knew that Jesus carried the power and she had faith in the power. And she went out, went out of her way to locate where Jesus was. Even though the, 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 the crowd was thronging him, she made her way to get to the center where Jesus was. And I could imagine how it was for her. You know, someone who had been, who had been bleeding for 12 years. I don't think she had much energy. I don't think she had much strength. But she pushed all the same. She pushed all the same and got there and touched, touched the hem of his garment. And the moment she touched him, the Bible says Jesus felt power go out of him. He felt power go out of him. He didn't pray. He didn't even speak. He was just walking and power just left him. And I'm telling you today that people can still experience God's power like that. We can still experience God's power like that. But do we have faith in the power of God? Do we have faith in the power of God? It's important to have faith in the power of God if we're going to experience God. We have faith in what people say more than what God says. <laughs> we have faith in how we feel more than what God's word says. We have faith in what we see. We have faith in what we experience. But the Bible wants us to learn from this woman's experience. And have faith in the word of God and in the power of God. She heard about Jesus and faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So and the, the, the moment she heard, she, she, she took that step and she went there. And Jesus said, notice what Jesus said to her in verse 34. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Your faith has made you well. Now, it's the power of God that we know worked it. But what was it that attracted the power of God into her body? It was her faith. It was her faith. And let me say this. Um, even as we're talking about the power of God. There are many aspects to the power of God. But I just want to restrict it to two. Number one is the power for healing. The healing power of God. And then number two is the miracle power of God. Alright. Because these are two different manifestations of power. They're not the same. And there are different principles that govern these this, this two Powers, okay? They are all power of God. You know, when we read the Bible, you say, we see, yeah, the power of God, the power of God, the power of God. But I'm telling you here that there are different manifestations of power. And here we see the power that, 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 that uh, flowed out of Jesus was healing power. 
Okay, so this this was a, a healing power. The Bible says that he said to her daughter, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. Several times Jesus made this kind of statement to people. According to your faith, let it be unto you. Go, your faith has made you whole. Um, so, uh, we, we, we read about a paralyzed man. Jesus said, the Bible says, when he saw their faith, he said, take up, he said, your sins are forgiven you. Then he now says, take up your bed and, and go home. All right? So, the, whenever you see the power of God manifesting, in most cases, really, let me put it that way. In most cases, you find that there's also faith involved. So many people, I know there are times that God can move without our faith. But if you study the ministry of Jesus, you find that most of the people that God healed in his ministry, God healed by their faith. So we need to have faith in the power of God. We need to have faith in the power of God. So if you have a condition that requires healing, you need to have faith in the power of God to heal you. If you don't have faith, if you don't build your faith, if you don't exercise your faith for healing, for healing power to manifest, you might not experience it. I'll give you an example. Uh, this, this happened to me many years ago. All right? Many years ago, I was, I was ill, and um, I was ill, and I had been raised to believe God for healing. Uh, so if, 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 if you, you were sick, uh, my mom would just lay hands on you and pray for you and tell you, go and play, you're healed in Jesus' name. So um, this time I was ill, I took ill, and... Uh, um, I was listening to a message. I was listening to a tape, for a crusade tape. There was an evangelist that was preaching. An American evangelist was preaching. I'll never forget that message. And that, 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 uh, that message, as I was listening to it, I played that tape because I felt, I'm feeling sick, I'm sick. Let me, let me listen to this crusade. Because I, I was trying to build my faith for healing. Okay? I was just a teenager, all right? <laughs> but I'm telling you, I, I played that and I was listening to, I was listening, I laid down and I, you know, I was shivering, but I was listening to this man praying for the sick and, you know, you could hear them talking and miracles were happening in that crusade. I was, I was listening and listening and I was believing God that, look, I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be healed. And this man finished preaching and, you know, he was pray, prayed for people. After that, I wasn't healed. I was like, oh no, what's going on? You know? But then a thought came to my mind. A thought came to my mind. I had a young um, sister, all right? Uh, she was just very little. And I just called her. I called her and I said to her, I want you to lay your hands on me and pray for me. 
that God will heal me. All right? She was just about four years old. <laughs> four years old. So, of course, what kind of prayer can a four-year-old pray? But I just, she put her hand on me and she said, Almighty God, Almighty God, heal, heal, Almighty God, heal. And you know, I got healed instantly. I got healed instantly. And that day I learned a lesson. All right. Now, nobody told me, but I believe it was by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit inspired me. So maybe my faith was not at the level where I could contact the power just by hearing. Just by listening to a tape. Maybe I needed a physical contact. So, um, in, 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 um, just like in the natural, all right, in the physical we have electricity. It was John G. Lake that says, John G. Lake said, electricity, as electricity is in the natural, so is the power of God in the supernatural. Alright, so the similar laws that operate with electricity also work with the power of God. So for, 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 for me at that time, I needed a physical contact. And there is what is known as the law of contact and transmission. I learned that from, from the late Ora Roberts. Okay, there's a law of contact and transmission. So our robots would lay hands on people, and when he lays hands on people, they would get healed. And it was recorded that he laid his hands on over one million people. One million people got healed through the laying on of our robots' hands. And he had the revelation of the law of contact and transmission. So he knew that when there is a contact, there's going to be a transmission of the power of God. And so that was what helped me with my, with, with my kid sister to receive the healing power of God. She just laid hands on me and didn't pray. It wasn't just, just uh, Almighty God, Almighty God, heal, heal, Almighty God. And that was it. But for me, that, that triggered the power of God. So you want to experience the power of God. You need, to, you need to now search your spirit. What is it that is going to trigger that power? What is it that is going to unlock that power? Start thinking like that. All right. As you pray. Don't, don't put all the responsibility on somebody else. Build your faith. Build your faith to experience the power of God. Okay, so that's, that's, that's an example of how you can, you can contact the power of God. You can contact the power of God when you purpose in your heart. When you purpose in your heart and you have faith. You have faith in um, the power of God. And it, it helps when you hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. It helps when you hear the word. And so when you hear the word that... There is faith that rises in you, and you need to act on that faith. For me, acting on my faith involved calling my kid sister to pray for me. That's that 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 was what triggered my faith. Okay, so and 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 that that helped me to contact the power of God, and then to experience the miracle or the healing power of God. All right, so that's, that's, that, 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 she was my point of contact. 
shows my point of contact. So if you're going to experience the power of God, and if you're going to uh, unlock the power of God using your faith, you need, you need a point of contact. You need something that will help to activate that, to release that power. Glory to God. Yes. So that is very, very important. So for this woman, she understood this principle I'm, I'm talking about. And for her, let me just touch, touch the hem of his garment. If I touch the hem of his garment, I know I'm going to be healed. And guess what? She's not the only one that experienced this in the scriptures. She's not the only one. There are other people as well. Let's look at uh, Luke. Uh, St. Luke's Gospel, and I want to read chapter 6, chapter 6 of Luke, verse 17. In chapter 6, verse 17, it says, And he came, he came down with them and stood on a level place with a multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. These people came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. And then 18 says, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. Did you see that? Multitudes. Multitudes. All right. So Josephus, the, the Jewish historian, tells us that when, they, when you see multitudes, there's not less than 10,000 there. So that, that's the kind of crowd. That's, that's the size of the number of people that were here. Alright, so it says, they were healed. And verse 19 says, and the whole multitude sought to touch him. For power went out from him and healed them all. My goodness. May we get to that place where Jesus operated so that we can now begin to manifest the power of God in this fashion. Jesus, it wasn't just Jesus laying hands on people. It wasn't just Jesus touching people. It was people touching Jesus. So the multitudes. So in, 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 in Mark, we saw in Mark 5, it was just one woman. But here we're seeing that multitudes were applying the same principle. They had faith in the power of God that Jesus was carrying. They had faith in the power of God that Jesus was carrying. And they went and touched him. And because they touched him, they got healed. For you to experience this kind of, this kind of healing... For you to experience healing in this fashion, you need to have faith in the power of God. And you need to also believe that the vessel, the vessel is anointed, is carrying power. If you don't believe in the person carrying the power, you will never experience the power. 
you will never experience the power. And that's why familiarity cuts off the flow of the power of God. It cuts off the flow of the power of God. If you don't honor the vessel that is carrying the power, just forget about it. You can't benefit from it. But these people, these people, they, you know, they were not like the scribes um, and, the, and, the, and the Pharisees who, who, were, um, who were in their place where Jesus was teaching and the Bible says the power of God was present to heal them, but they didn't get healed. They just kept reasoning among themselves. And, you know, they kept querying Jesus, um, how can you, who is able to forgive sin? It's only God who can forgive sin. They're having theological debates. Meanwhile, people are rising up and are being healed. Come on. Just be careful how you respond to, to carriers of the power of God. Okay. If you want to benefit from it, then you better believe it. Believe it. If you don't believe it, you can't experience it. So, multitudes sought to touch him, for power went out from him and healed them all. Glory to God. So, power. You know, you can be so anointed that people start noticing that power goes out of you. And heals, heals you. You know, I, I have this experience I had years ago, many years ago. A friend of mine, I mean, God bless his heart. God used him tremendously in my life to, to stir up the spirit of um, to, the passion for God and for prayer and, and so on. Even, even, even the, 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 um, the desire to walk and walk in the spirit. I, I, he inspired me. He inspired me. Today he's a man of God in America. You know. Um, doing great work. God is using him tremendously. There across the world. Oh. We. I mean we were just. We were just young. In those days. And. Praying. I used to go to his house. Every Friday night. Would pray. All night. Okay. But you know what. I discovered something. I discovered that whenever I was ill, when I got around him, I used to get healed. <laughs> I used to get healed. So, I won't tell him. I won't tell him when I'm not feeling well. We're there. Sometimes I go to his house and he's out. He's not there, you know, and his brothers are there. I would just go and lie on his bed. In fact, up till today, I've not told him. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I'll just go and lie on his bed. I lie on his bed and I get up healed. I believed in the power that he carried. Okay? And I believed that there was a residue of that power on his bed. And without fail... I always experience the power of God. I experience my healing whenever I did that. What? That is having faith in the power of God and also having faith in the vessel. All right? Yeah. Believing in the vessel. Believing that the vessel carry the power of God. 
And these are principles that unlock the power of God. These are principles that help us to experience the power of God. I remember years ago, years ago, um, uh, one of my, my instructors in Bible, in Bible College was sharing with us about um, um, the, the late Kenneth Hagin. And when the Lord visited him and the Lord laid hands on him and told him, uh, put the healing anointing on his life and told him, he says, whenever you go anywhere to minister, he says, tell people that I have anointed you. Tell them that I have given you special anointing to heal. And, the, and Jesus said to him, anyone that believes, if they believe you, then they will be healed. If they believe you, they will be healed. So, and Jesus now said to him, he said, um, you know that scripture in, in Luke chapter 4, chapter 4 where Jesus was, was quoting from Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor and so on. Jesus told him in that visitation that it wasn't only once that he read, and he read that. He said that he used to announce that everywhere he went. So he would go to place and he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. So the people that believe that are the ones that get healed. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. So today, if you keep repeating that, people will say they, they get tired of hearing you because you are saying the same thing all the time. But they don't realize it's a principle for activating the power is to help people to have faith in the power. And some people say we shouldn't, we shouldn't talk about our, our, our encounters with God for some reason. And I, I know some people, you know, can say things just to, um, just to create an impression to intimidate people or, you know, to try to claim to be special, more special than other people. It's not about that. We're talking about principles for releasing the power. So you need to understand how the power flows. Like I said, there are laws that govern the flow of God's power. There are laws that govern the flow of God's power in healing and in miracles. There are laws that follow, the, that, that govern the, the flow of the power. So it's important for us to believe. Believe in the power. And not only that, you need to also believe that the vessel is carrying power. If you don't believe the vessel is carrying power, forget it. Even if that person tries to pray for you and you don't believe it, God is not going to unlock it. Jesus tried it in Nazareth. It didn't work. <laughs> He tried it in Nazareth. You see, where we read here in, in Luke, it says multitudes, multitudes. They came and they were all healed. All of them got healed. But when he went, the same Jesus went to, to Nazareth and he could only heal a few people that he could lay hands on. No, nobody, there was no demand that was placed on his anointing. And there was no one that believed, that had faith in that. In, in the power. So he just laid hands on a few people and then, you know, and that was it. And that's his hometown. In his, his hometown. I'm sure Jesus would have loved to heal the whole town, but the Father would not allow that. Why? Because they must 
follow the principles. There are laws that govern the operation of God's power. Faith in God's power is important. It's important. We must have faith in God's power if we're going to experience God in our lives. Okay, so don't put the responsibility of believing on someone else. You believe God. Believe God for yourself. Yes, because God wants to move. He wants to release his power. Hallelujah. Over, over your life. So even as I'm talking, if the, if the Lord is stirring anything in you, just move according to the promptings of the Spirit. Move. Move like that. And I'm telling you, there is no limit. There is no limit to what God can do. No limit to what God can do. Many, many times, people have not received, they've not experienced the power of God. It's not because the power was not present. No, it's not because God didn't want to manifest His power. No, it's because people did not know how to activate the power. They don't know how to release their faith for the power of God. So it's important that we exercise our faith in the power of God. Amen. Glory to God. So it's not, and also it's not by works. Eh? It's not by works. It's by faith. Don't, if, you, if you try to make it by works, you will miss God. Let's look at a scripture in Galatians. Um, Galatians chapter 3. If you look at Galatians chapter 3 verse 5. Paul is speaking here. He says, Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? So there is he who supplies the Spirit. There is a supply of the Spirit. There's a supply of the Spirit that works miracles. And that's the power. The power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Works miracles. He does it by the hearing of faith. The hearing of faith is important. It's important. You need to learn how to develop your faith. You need to learn how to build your faith for, for, um, for healing or for miracles. You need to learn. There is a particular kind of hearing that is required for the power to flow. It's a kind of hearing. If, if you listen with a critical spirit, you can't benefit from it. It's not possible. All right. Unless it's the sovereign move of God. Now, there are, there are three ways. There are three ways that God heals people. Alright? Number one, and the primary way we see in the ministry of Jesus was through the faith of people. Through the faith of people. Okay? You see that in, the, in their life. Then, number two. Is through the anointing on the vessel. Okay? It's through the anointing of the vessel. And I give you an example um, of a healing that didn't even, nothing is mentioned about faith. 
You remember in the book of John chapter 5, um, the man that was by the pool of Bethesda, Jesus walks up to him and says, would you like to be made whole? <laughs> and what was the man's reply? Did he say yes? No, he didn't say yes. He said, there's no one to take it to, you know, there's no one to help me. When I want to move, you know, somebody else jumps into the pool ahead of me. That was not the answer to the question. The question was, do you want to be made whole? Jesus asked him, do you want to be made whole? So, there's nothing that is mentioned of this man's faith. Nothing. Look at that. In John chapter 5. Um, this man, verse 5. He had been there for 38 years. Can you imagine? He, had, he was there and he had an infirmity for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been in that condition, a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? And the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. And Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was a Sabbath day. Oh, obviously, there's a controversy there among the religious community because Jesus heals on Sabbath and he tells a man to take his bed and walk. And the people who for all these 38 years could not help this man, now Jesus has come to help him and they are complaining. That's how the religious spirits are. Hmm? Yeah. So, in this case, what you will see is this. Uh, what you will see is that uh, the, there are people that used to get healed. All right, the, the, the pool is stirred up. All right, so when the pool is stirred up, anyone that enters first into the pool gets healed. So that's it's a sovereign move of God. There is no preaching that that takes place. There is nothing. Just they will just see the pool stirred up. Maybe God sends an angel. I I, I don't know how you know, but. It's a sovereign move of God. When the pool is stirred up, anybody that gets in first gets healed. And then wait for the next staring. We don't know how long it will take for the next staring. Everybody sits down waiting, waiting, waiting. So this man, when Jesus asked him, do you want to be made well? The man's, the man's brain was, was attaching it to the pool. And he didn't realize that Jesus was coming to, he was bringing a higher operation of the power of God. Okay, it's not, yeah, it's, 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 it's not just some, some, um, some staring that comes once in a while. No, the, the, the power of God was there in person talking to him. The power of God was talking to him in person. So he says, do you want to be made well? Nothing is mentioned here about the man's faith. Nothing is mentioned about the man's faith. Jesus just said to him, rise up, take up your bed and walk. And the guy got up and he got healed. Got healed. Nothing is mentioned about the, the guy's faith. Why? Because it is the anointing on Jesus. It's the ministry anointing on Jesus that, that, uh, that got this man healed. 
It's a ministry anointing on Jesus. It's the power on Jesus. What didn't it didn't it didn't involve the man's faith? That was that was how God wanted to do it. But if you wait for that kind of operation of power, you wait for a long time. It's easier to build your faith in the power of God rather than wait either for the sovereign move where the water is stirred and then you might not even be the first to enter, <laughs> you see. So instead of waiting for that sovereign move where the water is stirred up, no, no, you don't need to wait for that. Build your faith. Build your faith in the power of God. Build your faith through the word of God. Build your faith through the hearing of faith. The hearing of faith. Hear the word. That's why the word of God is so important. If you're going to grow in faith. If you are going to experience the power of God. You need the word of God. The word itself is powerful. It's powerful. So when you take it in. Take it in. Read it. Read it. Spend time reading the word. Read the word every day. Read the word every day. It will help your faith. Many of us read the news too much. Many of us listen to the media too much. Too much. You need more of the word of God to help your faith. You, take, you, you, you spend a whole day listening to the news or listening to, 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 to the media and then you wonder why your faith is so weak. Come on, guys. Let's, let's, let's wise up. Wise up and start spending time with God in His Word. The hearing of faith, that's how miracles are produced. That's how miracles begin to manifest. Okay, so three ways, like I said. Number one, you want the, the power to be released? Faith. Your own faith can activate the power. Number two, the ministry anointing, the anointing, can release the power to you. And number three, the sovereign move of God. Many theologians have left it all in the sovereign realm. Oh, God is sovereign. If he wants, he will heal. If he doesn't heal, then, you know, come on, guys. You know better than that. <laughs> read the ministry of Jesus. Read the Bible. Read the Gospels. You find that most of them, it was by their faith. Our time is up. I'll stop there. We'll continue next week. Let me tell you something. God is preparing you to unleash his power to your community and to lives around you. But you need to have faith. Father, I thank you. I thank you for my brother, my sister listening to me right now, watching this broadcast. Lord, I pray, oh God, that there will be a stirring, their faith in, their, in your power. Let it increase. Let it increase more and more and more in the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare, I declare, oh Father, that there will be manifestations even through their lives this week. Lord God, anyone believing you for a miracle right now, I command it to be released. Let it be released over them according to their faith, whatever they are believing you for. Let it be activated right now. Receive your miracle. Whatever you're believing for, you can have it now. You can have it right now. Right now. Come on. Yes, just believe God. Just declare with me. Yes, let it be unto me according to the word of the Lord. Receive that right now. Maybe the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, inspiring you to take certain steps. 
do that, obey that, and the result will be glorious. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you, were, if you are watching this and you are sick, I want you to receive your healing right now. Be healed. In Jesus' name, I declare you healed. Whatever condition is from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, I declare you healed right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I give you glory. Amen. Now, before we go, I want to pray for those who want to give their lives to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus? You just pray this with me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus. I believe in my heart. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart. Wash away my sins. Forgive me. I'm a sinner. But I know that there is hope for me because you died. I put my faith in you. Take away my sins. Make me a new person. Give me a heart that loves what you love and hates what you hate. Give me a heart that desires to please you at all times. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for my brother, my sister, who has just prayed this prayer. I pray for them. I pray that you would move, move in their lives. Lord, my God, right now I declare your kingdom to come in their lives. Let it manifest in their lives. Let the new creation, oh, Father God, take place in them. I declare their sins forgiven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, before we go, I just want to pray for you. You're giving your offering. You're giving your time. I want you to trust God right now. I want a miracle for you in your finances. Do you believe that? I know. I know God is able to do that. Because you give towards the work of God. I want to speak over your life. Lord, I speak. I command a financial increase for your people. I command a blessing, oh God. Oh, Father God, I command increase. I command promotion. I command, oh God, wealth creating ideas. I command doors to open for them. I command financial wisdom to flow into their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. God bless you real good. Remember to share this with your friends. And also, we'd like to hear from you what God is doing through this broadcast in your life. Bless you. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.